Welcome to the Unfiltered Exchange Podcast, where candidate conversations reunite supreme. Join our hosts, Tahira and her co-host, as they fearlessly divine into the uncharted territories of raw dialogue, discussing everything from life quirks to the profound, leaving no topic untouched. Get ready for an unfiltered insights, unapologetic perspectives, and genuine connections. This is where authentically meets conversation. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to 2024. Super excited for a brand new episode today, so definitely go ahead and click the subscribe button and follow us on all major platforms. Once again, Happy New Year! Welcome to another episode of the Unfiltered Exchange podcast. Your host, Tahira Young. Today, I have a new wonderful co host, uh, Daniel Jackson. And welcome, Daniel. Thanks, Tahira. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. So let us let our listeners know who you are and uh, what brought you to our podcast today. Well, my name is Daniel Jackson. I'm also known as Spirit Medium Daniel. I wrote a book uh, recently about a year ago called Daniel Jackson, The New Beginning, My Awakening as a Spirit Medium. And I, in the, in the best way to say it, I see dead people. But they're not really dead. They just they have just passed on. They have passed on to the next form of existence. Uh, I don't just see people. I see dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish, everything. I even see other people from other places as well. Um, and because I communicate with them, not only just them, uh, I have spirit guides as well, as well as everyone does. But my spirit guides are what we refer to as archangels. They're not men with wings and shields and swords but they are a being of a higher consciousness and they help me to bring truth to people. The truth that people are actually looking for, not the truth that they want, but the actual truth. Oh, I love that. I'm very fascinated with the whole spirituality medium, getting to know all the information that it, that it takes to unlock that. Cause a lot of people don't have access or don't know how to unlock it. I right. mean, I understand that we all are born with it. We have the capabilities as, you know, as society, we all have the capabilities of it. But for someone who is kind of like in yearning to kind of unlock it, what would you, I guess, suggest or what kind of tip would you give them if they're wanting to unlock it? Well, wanting to unlock it and it being able to be unlocked are two different things. Right. Uh, you, as I explained to everyone, you can't go to college and get a degree and become a, a spirit medium. You can't take an intuition class and all of a sudden become a medium. You either have this or you don't. And not everyone does. As I tell everyone, some of us are just meant to be teachers and others are just meant to be students. Mm -hmm. You have this because this is meant for you. But even though it is meant for you, you have to decide for yourself if you're willing to move forward with it. So it being meant for you, it comes through with your soul, comes through with everyone's soul. 
and some of us keep it most of us don't most of us don't because we have learned the ways of the world we have been taught pain anger sorrow grief guilt anguish all that mess and we allow that that mess to control our lives in order to be this in order to get clear answers you must be a clear person i don't smoke i don't drink i don't do drugs i don't have any tattoos nothing i have to had to clear out all the mess in my life all the drama all the all the people always berating you with everything in the world telling you you're not good enough and you're good enough to do anything in this world you want to you just have to have trust and faith within yourself to do that you have to be able to dispose of all that mess in order to get these messages, in order to get these clear messages. Not everyone can do that. We have so many things in this world, that, or so many people, as we, we call them, they, they tell us to do one thing. They tell us to wear this shirt one day and another shirt another day. They tell you eat bacon one day, but don't the next day. What they need to do is they just need to shut the hell up. That's what they need to do. But we need to stop. We need to start stop listening to what they say. Yes, and that's very hard for some people to do. So, if you have this, if if you are experiencing things where you are seeing, hearing, feeling, smelling, communicating with spirit, then yes. And if it's happening all the time, yes. If it happens once and then maybe three or four months later on down the road, you see something else and then a glimmer of something a couple months later, it's just because you're human. But if you are seeing, hearing, feeling, smelling, communicating with them all the time, yes, this is what you have. But you have to make a decision whether or not you're going to move forward with it or you're going to let the world convince you to be scared of it and not do anything with it. It's a choice but it's a choice of something you already have. Right. I totally agree with that. Um, as a person who has been on a spiritual journey for uh, like five, six, maybe seven years, um, I had to unlearn a lot of different things that I grew up right. learning. Um, the society's world, yes. being confined into a box that's not me. I don't like to be confined in a box. I had to break out of that box once and for all. Um, Why would we live inside of a box when our world is round? That's true. That is so true. That's it's so true. A box is confining. A box is a way to put you inside of that box. Yes. So they have control and power over you. No. Right. Right. Exactly. So I felt like growing up, that's what me being in this box like hey i'm gonna have control over you i have mm. power over you and so me having to break free from that and to be able to live a more healthy confining way to where i'm not confined in this powering box open. um open box open open mind open heart right i had to open my i had to open my heart open my mind and just receiving different things um, when it comes to just the way I want to do things. I knew I was meant for more in life than yes. what I was conditioned to um, or the lack of better words, what other people wanted me to do as the word yes. they, they wanted me to do this. They wanted me to do that. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm at a place where I can find my voice and I can voice my voice on what I want to do. And this is not what I want to do. So I without created, any filter. Without filter, correct. So without right. filter. And so I live more of a 
a freeing life where I don't give two shits about what they think um, or what they are trying to do to me. And so I've right the narrative and um, taking control over me, taking back my power, um, the lack of better words for that. And so we we relinquished the power to them a long time ago. We need to take that power back. Yes, 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 definitely. I mean, we, we've heard the song. I'm sure you've heard the song, Free Your Mind and the Rest Will Follow. Yes, I have heard that. I have listened to that quite a bit. I am familiar with that song. Yeah. It's it means so thing. much, like the meaning of it now, it makes more sense. Yeah. Than it was when I first heard it. Because, so, of, being on the, because of being on this journey, because of deciding that I'm not going to listen to what is being told to me or has been 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 told to me through millennium of time mm-hmm. and it's just continuing to be pounded into our brains all the time right but no we don't have to listen to it because god gave us free will he gave us a choice we can make different choices right. for ourselves the ones that we choose to do because everything in your life is a choice not everyone understands that but in the way that i put it to people if you and I were best buddies and you told me, oh, I'm, I'm having some drinking problems. And I said, well, you know what? I would take you to to, uh, to AA. I would, I would keep you away from drugs and alcohol, keep you away from all the bars and all that stuff. Although who doesn't like a good strip club? I get it, you know, but uh, but <laughs> I would keep you away from that stuff as much as I can and, and right. help you as much as I can. But no matter what I say or do, it's not going to make a difference until you choose to stop drinking. So everything in your life is going to be your choice. You just have to choose to make a choice for yourself. Right. Exactly. We, we have to get away from those who are making the choices for us. Yes, that is so true. I have learned that. I try to, well, not try, but I, you know, express <clears throat> to others like, hey, you know, you have a choice and however you want to live your life, however you want um, relationships to be. And um, you have a choice in all of that. And so if you yeah. choose to, continue your your life and live the way you've been living it for however long it's been that is your choice if you choose to change it that is also your choice no one's forcing you to make those choices so i like to let people make their own choices and if they choose to continue to keep doing what they're doing then all power to you i don't try to minimize it or try to change it myself uh, i had to learn the hard way on that as well um i can't force people to change if they don't want to no and absolutely. it's their it's their choice yes they have to they have to decide what's best for them mm-hmm. and how it's going to work for them right and it's there's as i try to tell people there's no right and wrong there's no epic failures there's no mistakes anything there's only two things what works for you and what doesn't work for you and sometimes you have to go through some things that just don't work for you in order to find out what does. If you walk through a doorway and there's a nail on the floor and you trip over that nail, well, how do you learn that lesson? Well, you go get a hammer and you bang it back in. But not everyone does. Some people trip, tend to trip over four or five times before they learn that lesson. It's important to try to learn your lessons as quickly as possible so you can get through to the next one, which yeah. is ultimately coming to the point where you're going to fulfill your purpose in your life. And purpose in life is not becoming a doctor or a lawyer or an entrepreneur or a millionaire. Your purpose in life is we're here to help each other just for the sake of helping, not because you can, but because you should. That is our true purpose. 
everything else is just a, a clouded version of that. So they can feel you to give you some, some sense of worth in this world. But kind when like anyone else in the world ever asks you to prove yourself to them, I would mm -hmm. just tell them, you know, neither God nor Jesus feels the need uh, for, for you to prove yourself to anyone else. Only people want you to do that. I know uh, I know my value because God gave me that value. So uh, in other words, uh, since he gave me that value, then, uh, you know, it's it's people who are, are adversely trying to come at me, trying to tell me how to uh, what my worth is in this world. Uh, but. I don't let them do it. I don't right. have to let them do it because right. I can choose to be who I want to be and not who they are telling me I should be. Yes, that's so true. I can speak on that because um, go back to the word they because they wanted me to do certain things like go to school, get a degree, work in that degree. And it after being in it for so long, we say about almost a decade um, and then establishing a business in that degree was burnt out and it wasn't fulfilling my purpose. It's like, it yeah. wasn't my purpose from the, from the jump. It's because they wanted me to do this. And I'm well, like, they wanted you to pay for it too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, on. that's you. <laughs> yeah. That's putting <laughs> money to... into the system, you know? Yes. They wanted you to pay for it. They wanted you to do this. Um, and so I I remember my husband asked me uh, almost a year ago. So it's been about a year. Uh, he asked me, well, what is, what is the purpose in doing this? Like, what kind of satisfaction is it giving you? And I couldn't even answer that. Like, no right. answer could come to my mind. So that's when I knew that it wasn't it wasn't for me and it wasn't my purpose in doing. I was meant to do something else and it wasn't that. And... I had to accept it. It was a very hard choice and yeah. I had to close the business. Um, now I'm living in a purpose where I'm helping couples and establishing their, um, identifying their struggles and whatever you know their struggles are without them having to give me too much information. They can give me a one sentence or even three sentences and I already can tell exactly what their problem is off the bat without even having to go in greater details. You're breaking so, it down for them. Right. Breaking it down for them exactly. Here's here's the issue. This is what is what this is this is how it's it's been and it's been affecting you in this way. You can tell me yes or no if that's been and, and that's 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 hard for couples to do because they're in the relationship. So right. They only have their own thought process to to look at things, and 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 usually anger comes into it, or or some type of pain comes into it, and they can't right. at that point they can't think straightly. They 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 need someone on the outside to to look on the inside. Right, and that's where I come in at, and I I've been doing this since I was a teenager, and not realizing that's what I was doing, because a lot of people would come to me, uh, kids would come like classmates, some adults as I got older would come to me, ask for advice in some shape or form when it comes to their, you know, relationship component of things. And I would just give them the advice and they're like, oh, well, you know, that actually worked or um, give them suggestions on how to fix it or, you know, 
move through it, whatever the, whatever issue that they were going through. And without having a giving it a second thought, that's what I've been doing since I was a teenager. And I'm like in my 30s now. You know why you're able to do it? No, I'm fascinated to know. <laughs> Same kind of thing <laughs> that you and I were talking earlier about your husband, except you have something different. Uh, it's, it's called uh, being an empath. In other words, you pick up on other people's feelings and you can decipher those feelings because they can't. Ah, yeah. It's like in the same way where you, as a being an empath, you're about to walk into a building because you're going to know this sounds familiar. You're about to walk into a building and you and you pick up all on a lot of the negative energy before before you even walk into the building, and then you walk in and it's like going into a smoky bar where you go in and then you come out and then you can still feel it all over you all the time because being an empath, you're attracted to that and it's attracted to you as well. That's why people come up to you. And want to tell you everything because they feel attracted to your empathic energy and they feel as though that you are going to be empathetic towards them. So that's why they are able to tell you things like no one else can tell you. And they tell you things, and you, but you have the answers for them. That's interesting. That's very, very interesting. It's interesting that you said that. that. <laughs> yes. How did you know that? Yes. Because I'm the shizzle dizzle. That's how. I know. I see. You're you're the real deal. <laughs> yes. You're the real deal. Yes. I mean, yeah. Just I mean, just kind of piggyback off what we were talking about before we got started. My husband is a very strong empathic person. That's why and, the two of you are together. Right. See, that's what it was. Okay, so I was just like, <laughs> I knew it was something. I couldn't pinpoint what it was. Yes, both of your both of your energies, the the stronger energy people. Like myself, my wife is an empath, and I have some empathic abilities as well. But I'm a, I'm a medium, and I see, you know, those who passed on. I'm, I'm connected to that energy. I'm connected to the, to both realms of on, on the other side of being earthbound or, what we refer to as heaven. I'm connected to it all at all times because I don't ever not see spirit ever, but uh, but our energies, our high energies, what is what connected us together, as well as the same thing it did for you and your husband. Okay. You just didn't okay. you just didn't figure that part out yet. But no. you're gonna figure it out now that I talked to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we're definitely gonna figure that out. Because we went to uh what would, where did we go? We went to a restaurant the other night a couple of weeks ago and we both felt the energy so strong it oh. hit like a ton of bricks. It hit me yeah. in my chest, it hit him in his throat, and he was like, oh, wait a minute, yeah. there's so much vibe going in here. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is, I'm like, we can step out. We can leave if we need right. to. He's like, no, give me a second. Give me a second. And then we proceeded to go inside and sit down. But for right. me, yeah. I just felt, felt it. Yeah, it, it's about time. learning to uh, to ground yourself and, and get some shielding. And, and I would absolutely uh, Google the word empath and then look up grounding. And, 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 and that'll, that'll help you to get yourself on track so that you can go out in, into society and deal with this, but it is very hard to do as well as my wife and I, we don't, we don't participate in large crowds of people all the time because of, even though they might be having a joyous time wherever they are, that, mm -hmm. that negative energy still haunts them in the back of their, in, inside of them. And it does come out and us who are more or less magnets to this energy, we pick up on it and it, it can become overwhelming for us. So, we don't put ourselves out there in these large crowds. We don't 
go to uh, big celebrations or anything like that anymore because it's just too much. Right. That makes sense. That makes total sense. Because um, I definitely wanted to do like speaking engagements, but with the concept of it being a large gathering, it just right. gives me such bad anxiety. As long as you um, can, when you're doing those speaking engagements, as long as you have a a space in between you and the, and the people, that would be okay. Don't uh, put yourself like, you know, two or three feet away from these people. If you're going to be at a microphone, make sure you're up on a stage and they are down in the audience and there's a little bit of a barrier there. That way you can okay. keep, keep it under control, but being right in the mix of it, it's very hard to do. Yeah, I, I have I have definitely done that. I've done it in two different ways. I've done it with the stage where there's a distance and then I've done it where like there are people like two feet from me and I'm like, okay, I need you to. Yeah, you're feeling mm -hmm. you're feeling like you're getting crowded. Yes. I need you to move to the other side. Yeah. Um, get away from me. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I'd love to talk to you, but I need you to get the hell away from me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Do. It really exactly. is. Hard to do. It yeah, it is. And I think that's what my husband has also have said. You know, I don't like big crowds either. I like to kind of keep it my circle small and sometimes kind of like if there is small circles, then I either have a small circle or I'm by myself yeah. um so now it makes sense why he keeps saying what he's saying so it's just like okay that yeah. makes sense now <laughs> yeah you're gonna have I a big discussion with him later when you talk to him <laughs> yeah definitely he's like oh I, yeah I, I knew I, about like that I tell everybody I can't make this shit up right and then I think a lot of people I think if they are more aware of like their surroundings how they feel about different things what yeah. they've noticed I think they'll have you know better intentions on yeah but take a different approach take a different approach yes for lack of better words take a different right. approach to, you would take to a different, different approach on, on lots of things on, on knowing how to prepare yourself in order to to handle a, a large or small crowd at the same time you, right. you you will you will understand how you can or cannot interact with a group of people or or just a small group of people or just individuals you'll, you'll learn that but but it does take time to do that. You have to figure it out and you have to figure out especially what your boundaries are. Boundaries are important. Yes. I always say boundaries is very important no matter what you're trying to do in life. Um, no matter what choice you decide to make in life, boundaries are very important. I always stress that to my family, my friends, my kids. Um, I always tell them like, you know, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries is because yeah. You, know, you have to have that um if not you're just gonna feel very much depleted and exhausted yes. and all kinds of different things so maintain your space yes i say personal space guys personal space and they know what i mean when i say personal space so and even now they're saying personal space mom personal space yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're teaching them that's so, a good thing so they're learning um, so I think my youngest son, he's nine. I think he's an empath as well, or in my daughter as well. She's 10. So I think they both Correct. are in, empaths because. Yeah, so, so I'm being touched. Yes. So like I said, I get touched for yes and no answers. This is yes because of course ah. my eyebrow. And when it's, when it's a no, it feels like a tear running down my face. So okay. as, as you're telling me that they're actually touching my face for yes. But but to let you know, they have it, but it doesn't mean they 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 didn't get it from you. It doesn't work that right. way because it comes through with your soul, 
each, right. each soul, although we are all connected, each soul is an individual. So that was given to them a long time ago. You know, the many times that they have been here, the soul comes back many, many times over and over and over again. The average is between 26 and 29 times. But I have done a reading for someone who had been here 43 times. She's totally messing it up. And I I told her she actually has to come back again. She wasn't too happy about it. But but she wanted to know because uh, she wanted to know if she had time to fulfill her purpose. And and I told her in this way, I said, uh, no, and I'm sorry, you have run out of time. That was my, my that was my nice way of telling her, telling her that she was getting ready to die soon. And she did six months later. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm spot on with everything. But uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's about coming back here over and over and over again. And we come back to learn lessons, but we are here to fulfill a purpose. And if we don't get the purpose fulfilled throughout our lives, and in, in any one of our lives, if we don't get it fulfilled, we have to come back and do this all over again. We call it reincarnation, but it's just about coming back to fulfill the purpose. That's what it's, you didn't do anything wrong. We fulfill our purpose somewhat throughout our lives, but God, Archangels, they want us to do it a certain amount of time. They want us to learn. That's what God put us here to do is to learn, to take care of each other, to love each other. And if we don't do that enough, it just brings us back again because nobody lives to be 150. Besides, at that point, it hurts to pee and who wants to be here for that? So he just knows he can bring us back over and over and over again to try to get this done. And that's why we keep coming back. But each time you come back, if you have this empath ability, if you have this mediumship ability, you have it every single time that you come here, but not every time do you wake up with it. And that's the key, waking up to it and then actually understanding it and using it for what it's meant to be. That makes sense. That makes total sense. So if, if you believe that your children have it, and I'm telling you they actually do have it, then it's good to the, get on that for them now. Right. Even my oldest, because he's 13, about to be 14. Correct. Yes. It's a family affair. Okay. That makes sense. But they, they also, while teaching them, you have to you have to find out it's their choice too. They can either follow that path or not. It's up to them. But it's gonna be more beneficial to them if they do follow it. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Make that them more sense. aware in life. To keep them out yes. of doing doing things they shouldn't be doing or doing or keep them on the path of doing things they should be doing. And what I mean by should be doing is listening to your what people call your intuition, which is actually your soul. And the way that that works mm -hmm. for anyone is, as an example, if you're driving down the street in a car and you see a car in front of you and you say, oh, I want to pass that car. And then you feel that gut feeling inside of you. It says, don't pass the car. Well, that means don't pass the car. Listen to that. Listen to it. Learn to listen, trust, and follow through with what it's telling you. But here's how you know when people don't listen to it, when they're when they're in a hospital and you go to the hospital to see them because they got into a car wreck and they tell you, you know, I saw that car in front of me, but then they say three words. I just knew. When they say, I just knew, that means their soul was trying to guide them. And they just talk themselves out of it. They use their ego to talk themselves out of it, or they didn't have any trust in themselves or any faith within themselves to listen to it. So they just, they did what the world taught them to do, which is, you know, don't trust yourself and you can do something different. Well, no, listen to that self. And so, yeah, pay attention, listen, trust, and follow through. Not everyone does. That That is so true. There has been many times <laughs> my intuition has told me not to do something and I don't follow you through. You did it animal. anyway. Yeah, I did it anyway, yeah. Good job, man. No, not a good job. I know, right? <laughs>
and then my husband always says the same thing but for him it's spot on I'm like how do you and I even always say that how do you know because he he predicted I don't know if that that word should be used but he pretty much had a feeling saying that our youngest was going to get sick he didn't know how he knew something was going on he had that strong feeling in his I guess his stomach or his chest yeah. or he I guess being, his chest. being told yes he was being told by his spirit guides 24 hours later. spirit guides are just people who have crossed over who fulfilled a purpose and they come back and help because they want to do good things because bright white loving souls want to do good things and what they do is they connect with your soul it's your soul that runs your body it's not your brain your brain just makes the little parts work it's your soul that does everything it makes you who you are but it's your spirit guides that connect with them that get your body to turn around and see things and notice things and feel things and to just know things but you don't actually know it you're being told it at the same time so yes interesting, interesting. that's spirit talking to your husband Yes, as soon as he said that, I had a what was it? I had a, a feeling that something wasn't right. So um I think it was twenty four, forty eight hours later he was sick and he was in the hospital for a week. Not good, right? Mm-hmm. What did he have? What did what was he sick from? We don't know. He um spiked a fever um over a hundred and four, couldn't get it down. It was like that for a week. Uh, couldn't keep anything down, no liquid. Yeah, it was like flu, like flu symptoms. Yeah, it was like flu symptoms. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting touched. It was the flu. That's what he had, huh? Interesting. Yeah. But your husband was being told prior to that. So anytime that your husband gets something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, do yeah. something with it. Yeah, you could, he could have. Start. He, he could have not maybe maybe went into the hospital, but maybe not been there so long. If he had said, "Hey, you know what? I, I'm getting something. He's really sick. Think of things to take and and, and listen to yourself inside." He he's, he could have said, "Maybe maybe he's got the flu. He's showing some symptoms here." And then if he felt it inside, then what do you do after that? Go to the store and get some flu medicine. <laughs> start taking. Yeah. Start taking the medicine. <clears throat> yeah. They are trying to guide us. They they don't try to make everything like a puzzle or anything like that. They they want us to, but they want us to be able to listen to it. But they don't okay. just want you to be able to listen to it one time. They want you to do it throughout your entire life. As as for me, when I wake up in the morning, I have it did a little bit differently now. But in the in the beginning, I would I'm diabetic, so I have to take medications. So so when they when they touch me for yes or no, I just figured let's try this out for everything and now that I do so when I wake up in the morning I go up and grab my pills and I look at my pill bottle and I go and then they touch me no I put it down pick up another one no I put it down pick up another one yes I open it up and take the pill everything oh. when I'm driving down the street on my motorcycle and I see them next to me all the time they look like if you see someone smoking a cigarette little petals floating off the smoke of the cigarette that's what I mm -hmm. see next to me all the time and um I see them right here. And when I'm riding down the road, if I say, if I say to myself, oh, I got to take this right-hand turn, and they tell me no, I said, what do you want me to do? Take the next right-hand turn? Yes, I take that one. You know what's going to happen at the other one? I don't care because I know they're looking out for my best interest. I don't sit around and wonder, wonder what would have happened, what if, could have, would have, could have, should have. I don't do that. I just do what they want me to do. 
And because right. of doing that, since they told me this uh, six, seven years ago, they told mm -hmm. me if I followed that, they also told me I would never get into another car accident again. And I haven't. Oh. They told me yesterday it was a beautiful day. I said, I want to go ride my bike. They said, no. So I didn't. Wow. I listened wow. to everything they tell me and I trust it and I follow through with it. Everything. And we can all do that. We can all learn to listen to those, that gut feeling, that inner feeling, our, our spirit guides and getting in contact with our soul, which runs us, getting in contact with us to do the things that they, they want us to follow. Want us to do. That makes sense. That makes yeah, total sense. Yeah. But we ah, have to learn yes. to do that. It's it's not easy. I, I gave myself. I, I surrender myself to them. I surrender myself to God and allow them to help me get through my life. Because me getting through my life is getting me to the places that I need to be to 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 speak to people, to do readings for people, to teach people. Mm -hmm. So I have Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we all should definitely do that. Surrender. Yeah surrender and be open-minded and open-hearted to receive and with everything else it. just learn to let that shit go yeah i have definitely been doing that uh, quite more lately and i'm being more in tuned <laughs> yeah I'm being you're, you're purging tuned. yourself is what you're doing you're purging yourself and what what is purging doing it's getting all the all the nastiness out of our lives. It's, it's getting all the impurities out of our lives. And, and all the impurities are, unfortunately, everything that the world wants us to have, six cars and seven houses and 10 boats and go on vacation and work, 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 and then go into debt, but don't worry, we'll get you out of debt. But then you go back into debt and we'll get you back out of debt. And no, you don't need any of it. I agree. That's what they I want agree. you to do. Yeah, they want you to keep turning and turning and turning to keep the cogs going in the system that, that keeps the money flowing that makes the richer the richer and the rest of us just working for crumbs. Mm -hmm. I agree yeah. with you on that. Yeah. I agree. Wow. That's fascinating. It's fascinating. Cause I love, I, I love to, you know, talk about this and love to go in more in depth in it and everything. And it's just fascinating to me. It's so when I was doing this journey on purging, um, as you mentioned, I noticed when I go back and look at like me being five years old and all I can remember during that time frame, because I knew I was different from my siblings and I couldn't pinpoint how or why. But when I did do that and looked at everything, I saw in each different stage of ages that I was looking through, I always would see like an adult shadow. And I didn't know what that meant. That was your future you. I figured that. I figured that. I figured that's what it was. Yeah, and there, and you were separated from uh, the rest of your 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 siblings, your family, because you had this. They didn't. They couldn't yeah. understand. Okay. Yep. I figured that, and I figured that my husband is the same way. Um, Correct. Because he's he's been placed as an out cast or yeah, outsider. Yeah, we are the outcast. We are the black sheep yeah. of the family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh when he kept talking about his his uh childhood growing up and then how he is an adult and then it kind of just made sense. And as I kept continuing to go through this journey of like the spiritual awakening, um I just start putting more stuff together. I'm like, okay, this kind of like seems like my 
future adult self in these shadows in these different yeah. stages and yeah. so it was like yeah the shadows yeah. are not anything to be scared of no 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 i know um but i think during that particular time it was like it was like a difficult challenging time yeah and well when I everyone guess else my... around you was telling you that you don't know what you're talking about or you're getting feelings and that's not real or they're or yep. maybe you're seeing something and they say oh it's your imaginary friend yeah, no, that's what I was explaining. Understand yeah. it, but what most most people don't understand, they are afraid of, so they rebel against it, and they don't want you to believe that you can do this. Right, exactly. That's exactly what happened. Um, started at five, then again at what twelve, then again at fifteen, and then I think again like in my early twenties. You're awake, and then, yeah. So I was like, each time, let's continue to keep going, but then. Right. I like to kind of shift it a little bit, talk about like the angel numbers a little bit. So sure. my husband has talked about these numbers quite a bit. Um, I think since we've we've known each other. So we've known each other for about 15, 16 years. 11, 11, and, 222, 333, stuff like that. Yes. And then now it's shifted to birthdays. So he saw my daughter's birthday a year before she was born. He was told. See, with, with really? birthdays, <clears throat> they don't have a, not really planned, but it is. Uh, uh -huh. When you come into this world, your soul comes into this world, the soul is choosing which body it's going to be in and when it's right. going to come in, when it's going to come in as well. Um, mm -hmm. So it's actually choosing the time and date when it's coming in, but it's not really choosing a time or a date. It's just saying, okay, I'm going to come in, I'm going to go in there and they're going to have a baby. So, okay, I'm going to go in there. Uh, because the soul doesn't come into the body until the body's actually being born, but the but the the birth of that child is planned so that that soul can go into the body. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes the body's the body doesn't make it. The soul knows right. that, and it says, "Okay, I got to get out of here," and and leaves out there. and that's what we would call a um, stillborn child. It just it doesn't have a soul, but it doesn't have a soul because the body was not going to be able to sustain life here. That's all it is. So. Uh, but uh, but it comes into the body when when it's actually being born, and then because it, it's not the soul's not sitting in the in the mother at that time. It, there's nothing really to learn there, and the, the soul is here to learn. It's here to fulfill that purpose. So it comes in when it's going to come into the world, but it's actually choosing when it's going to come into the world. So the birth date is not so much really a date. I mean, why do we celebrate birth dates, but we don't celebrate death dates? I mean, we celebrate it, but we just call it a you know funeral. <clears throat> yeah, but um, because I, I try to describe to people, as as people think astrology has something to do with it, it has nothing to do with it. Astrology is is fake. Astrology is a bunch of people standing around looking up at the stars, going, "Hey, let's play connect the dots." It makes a fish. Look at that. <clears throat> no, it doesn't. Uh, right. <clears throat> because there's gazillions of other stars. What about all the other gazillions of other stars? How come we only we only equate to these things? Though, but because we created that. Because in all actuality, the, the original calendar came out long, thousands of years ago. It was five months long. And then it came out, then it went to nine months, and then it went to 10 months, and then it went to 12 months. So in other words, they created five signs, and then they created uh, uh, four more, and then they created one more, and then they created two more. So in other words, they just created all that stuff to equate it to something because they want you to believe that it has something to do with your birth. It has nothing to do with your birth. Your birth has you standing there, and God says, it's time for you to go. So you go. That's what it has to do with. 
nothing else. And it has to do with being here at a particular, a particular period in this world, what's going on for you to learn things. And because you didn't learn enough the last time that you were here, uh, let me ask for you. Um, you've been here 27 times. Your husband's been here 28 times. Uh, so, and that's not bad. Like I said, the average is between 26 and 29 times. But you come here to learn things and you just, you just keep coming back over and over to do things. But we do have... We, we do have signs in this world. We have numbers, and then we have numbers that kind of sometimes multiply. We have, uh, you know, 11-11 or 12-12 or something like that. But what it is is those signs are actually for your soul is a sign to see, to know that you are in the right place at the right time. Things are happening. They're happening so good, and all of a sudden I see this number, and then what is happening at that moment is your spirit guides are actually getting your in touch with your soul to make your body turn around and notice it. That's why you're picking up on them. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Cause I was like, you know, there, there was a time where I was seeing it for like, what, two weeks. Right. Almost. You don't just happen to see it. You're just like, holy <laughs> right. shit, there it is. Holy shit. There it is. Holy shit. There just it noticing is. it. It's your yeah. body. It's your soul getting your body to turn around and see it and go, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Someone always says, or when I say the older generation, so like grandparents, great grands, always would always say I have like a old soul. They will yes. always say that to my oldest son. Everyone has an old soul. You've been here 27 times. That's an old soul. Your husband yeah. has an older soul. He's been here 28 times. And usually uh, the way that it works is um, when you pass away, it depends on when you pass away and, and and when the return is. If you die under the age of 30 years old, you would come back eight years later. If you die over the age of 30 years old, you come back 80 years later. The only reason the difference for each one of those times is, is very simple. You wouldn't think of it, but it's so that you're not recognized by anybody. That's all. That's why the people, you know, I tell people not to mess with Ancestry.com and all that stuff, but the person who always looks for somebody who's looking for somebody a hundred years ago and they see a picture of them, they go, wow, that person looks similar to me. It's because it was you. It was just the version of you before you were here this time. That's all it is. So, uh, and, and does that person just because they come from Ireland or become, they come from Spain or they come from uh, China or they come from Africa, you've been here so many times, you're from all over the world, but what you actually are is just an earthling. You, you just, you're here you are what we all are, the one single race, the human race. That's what we are. And we have to get past everything else to get back to that basic thing of just being the human race. But yes, you, you've been here a bunch of times. So yeah, 27 times. But but even some people get into the whole uh, past life. I want to get into past life regression. So I tell them don't bother with that because your past lives were important. But they were only important while you were living them. What's important is what you do now. Because if your previous life to now was so important, you would have fulfilled your purpose and you wouldn't be here now. Meaning, what do you have in common with the other 7.5 billion people on the face of this earth? They've all been to heaven. They all had to come back just like you. So what does that make us all? Equal. 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 Equal individuals. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That makes total sense. Fascinating. It's all fascinating. I just, I love it, but it's a lot. I get it. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a lot though. But I mean, it's it's a good lot though. I'm learning more, but then I'm also like, okay, I've actually learned this already, but it's just a lot of confirmations as well. So yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. good. I'm very, I am very unfiltered. <laughs> I have no to... filter. I, I tell it like it is. I tell the truth of what, but I bring the actual truth and not the other truth that everyone else wants you to believe in. Gotcha. I, I don't like go that. along to get along. Well, that's good. I mean, I think a lot of us should be like that too. Yeah, we should be. We could be, but we have to choose to do that. True. We need to do it collectively because we're getting to a point now that, as I tell everyone, we all live on the same planet. No one's going anywhere anytime soon, so we better start to get along with each other before we annihilate each other. Yeah. We're only annihilating the body at that point. We are still all souls that live and that continue to go on. But we are here to learn lessons, and that's what we need to do. But those lessons could be a lot easier if we learn to work together. And stop working against each other. Stop pointing, you know, nuclear bombs at each other, and stop doing stupid stuff to each other, and stop thinking that I'm better than you just because I'm in this position and you're you're, you're lower than me. No, mm -hmm. I agree. People. We are all equal. We are all equals, and I think yes. that we all the society should live by that. We're equals, yeah. no matter what body shape we are, color where whatever country we're from our bodies are from that our souls yeah. are equally equal so i think that's something that we all should be able to have a choice to yeah absolutely absolutely and not to get any but, uh biblical or anything like that but the, the bible's a bunch of crap anyway it's called the babble uh but uh and not that god or jesus has anything to do with it but the real reason jesus was here was to teach us, to show us that we could all live together. And and he wanted us to know that we could all share everything in the world because there's enough of everything in the world to to take care of everyone, to to be able to take each other in a take care of each other in a way that you could be a doctor and I could be a farmer and I could give you food and you could heal my wounds and that would be it. We wouldn't have to exchange money and have a status or anything like that. We could just take care of each other. But if right. people who are in control, the power, the control, the kings and the queens, religion, they don't want to tell you that. But the they saw him out on that uh, on those streets and they said, we got to get this guy off the streets because he's taking our money and our power and our control away from people. So they they put him uh, on that cross and they tortured him and murdered him in front of everybody. Not to say that he is dying for your sins. He did not because no one sins because we are all created from God from a part of him which makes our soul a divine soul. So everyone's a divine soul, not just him. But they, they, they made that story up so that he could be a divine soul. So that, again, they could show more power and you should uh, obey that power. But he, they want us to be under their control. And he was trying to show us that we didn't have to do that. And that's why they made... You know, I, I'm, they made an example out of him to show that to show everybody else, if you do what he's doing, we're going to do this to you, too. So that's why I tell people all the time, why do you want to wear a cross around your neck? Because a cross is a form of punishment. He didn't ask to be on it. They put him on it. So why do they want you to wear it? Because they want to remind you of not the sins that he died for you for, but to remind you of how much power and control they still have over everyone. That's why. That Let makes total sense. That makes total sense. Let it go. It's not important. What's important is how we take care of each other, how we, what God's real plan for us is to love each other and to take care of each other. That's what he wants for us. 
but we have to do it together. We have to stop with the separation. Even religion wants us to be separated from each other because Christians are better than this and, and Catholics <laughs> are better than this. No, no one's better than anyone. We're all equal. Yeah, it's like a a status a status thing in in every category there there is. Yeah, uh, but that makes sense because my husband <laughs> always have questions about everything, and uh, I remember him saying to me he said something to his stepdad or something like that about the Bible. And he was like, it doesn't make sense to me. And so he started questioning it and, you know, Snapchat got mad and or upset about it and, you know, closed the conversation. And he was like, yeah, nobody wants to hear my thoughts, my questions about no. things because nothing makes sense. Right. It doesn't make sense. They don't want you to, they want, they don't want you to know it makes sense either. They want to keep you confused so you don't ask too many questions about it. If you're always yeah. confused, you're always, you're not going to know what question to ask and who to ask it to. And that's the way they wanted to keep it so that you don't ask any questions so they don't have to answer you. Right, right, exactly. Let's segue into, we talked, we touched a little bit about uh, true purpose. Sure. So kind of let's, let's kind of revisit that topic a little bit. Yeah. Um, so a lot of us have true purpose in different things, but in, I guess, I could say for myself <laughs> or in my husband's case, um, trying to figure out our true purpose. Cause I don't want to live, continue to live out life on earth in a, what, this is the word I'm looking for. Like a, um, a unsatisfying way to where like, okay, I'm just, I'm here to just to be here or I don't feel right. Uh, kind of ordeal. Sure. Sure. Well, as I, as I stated, the, the purpose is we're here to help each other just for the sake of helping, not because you can, but because you should. But in a right. way that you are helping someone to do something they cannot do, or you are helping someone to help them figure out how to do it for themselves. That is true help. And there's many ways to do that uh, in, the, in the same sense where I had a woman come up to me one time. I was out on my motorcycle and I'm standing there. I had this jacket on. It was a black leather jacket and I had a a stitched uh, pattern on top of it. It looked like a skeleton. So it was on my on the front and the back. So pretty badass looking. I still have it. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but she comes up to me, this older woman, <clears throat> and all there's all these other bikers around and stuff like that. And you know, I look like a, a scary dude. And she comes up to me and she said, "Excuse me, sir. I, I'm lost. I'm 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 trying to get to this uh, part of town, but." Uh, where my friend lives, but I don't, I'm, I used to live here, but I, I just don't remember where I'm at anymore. And, um, and she says, it's over by this Walmart in this place called uh, Camden Delaware. That's where I used to live. And uh, I said, well, you know what? It's kind of, I can show you, kind of tell you the way to get there. But again, if you don't know where you're going, I said, I'm almost finished. I said, let me finish putting the gas in my bike here. And when I get done, I'm just going to come over to your car. Where's it at? And she showed me. I said, I'll come over there. And then I'm just going to have you follow me to get where you need to be because I have to go the same way. Now, I could go a shorter way, but I know you have to go another way to get to this particular area. So I'll go that way instead. So that's what I did. Now, granted, uh, she didn't drive very fast. So it's, it's probably the slowest I've ever drive, driven my boat on, on a highway. You know, I was doing like 35 miles an hour, a 55 mile an hour place. But um but I just kept going where she needed to be. And then when she got 
where she needed to be. I waved her off and I told her I said I would wave her off and that's the way that she went and she she waved to me. That's helping. That's okay. the kind of help that because I knew that she was going it was nighttime. She was not going to be able to find her way. And and what right. it would be crazy, you know. So so when you do that type of thing, when you do help someone in that way, mm -hmm. then you know it feels good. It always feels right. good inside. You get those goosebumps inside as well as well as like <clears throat> there was one time just before we left, we moved down here from Delaware out to southern Arizona. And uh, I was at a a, a Dollar Tree because who doesn't love Dollar Tree? Except now it's a dollar twenty five. You know, dollar I know, right? One twenty five, <laughs> one twenty five drives me crazy. So, um, so I was coming out of the store and I saw this man who was walking very slowly in the parking lot, and he looked at me, and then I could see his his wobbleness, and and I saw him start to walk the other way, and I was so I walked. I said, "Hey, buddy, how's it going?" He said, "Oh, good. How you doing?" I said, "He goes, oh, I'm okay." I'm, my knees are messed up. I'm getting ready to get a surgery and stuff like that. I said, you going into Dollar Tree? He said, yeah. He said, but I got to go over there where the curb dips down, you know, for, for wheelchairs and deliveries. He said, because I can't walk up that curb. I said, you can today. And I walked around next door. I put his, I, I said, here, take my arm. And I walked him over to the curb. And then I helped him up onto the curb and then went into the store, gave him a basket. And I said, if you need any more help, you just let me know. And then I waited till he came back out. And I stood there and I walked him down and I walked into his car. Because why not? Because just because. Because yeah. you can. But you have to be able to take the time. You have to have the moment of which this is possible to do and be available for that moment and be okay with it. And, right. and why? Because, because you just can. Because you should. Because not everybody in this world is able to do what they want to do or was once able to do. So why not just do your your best just for that little tiny moment and help them do that? And that's right. what you this. That's true. That's so true. That's what, my, right. that's what my husband and I, we both have in common. Uh, we occasionally go to my parents' house and, you know, there are uh, situations where they are needing assistance and help. And, you know, even though I'm like, don't do it. You know, I can't just say no. He can't just say no. Right. So we just hope the best way we can. Um, Small moment so, in time. Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you have to go there and occasionally enjoy them as well? <laughs> you know, those types of situations. Well, I mean, yeah, that's we're, all, we're that's coming up tomorrow story. is Thanksgiving. You know, people have to. You know, their their relatives are coming in, and there is there's always that one relative that's coming to your house, or it's going to be at the house you're going to, and it's like, oh right. man, I got to be around that guy. Well, you only have to be around that guy for a couple hours. You know, let it go, man. It's not that important. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's we don't go over there very often, but um, we will be going there on the holiday. So. Um, you know, I, I always have to muster up and he also has to muster up because every time we're in the presence, the energy is negative. So, mm -hmm. so it hits like a ton of bricks. So uh, we have to prepare ourselves when we do go. That's a choice and, as well, too, because you, you can, you, you go because, you know, they're your parents, what have you, but do you absolutely have to go? Well, you don't really have to go if you don't want to. You could, you could choose to separate yourself. As I tell people all the time, I don't care if it's your mom, your dad, your best friend, your so-called best friend, your brother, sister, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
if they're not being a positive force in your life and, and, but it's vice versa, you're both doing the same thing, but if there's only, if it's a one-sided thing, then they're just not picking up on and, and being that positive force on their end. Let them come. There's nothing in a book that says you have to necessarily talk with them or be with them. You know, they could call you on the phone and you pick up the phone, you look at it and go, Oh, it's that piece of crap again. Click. That's all you do. And if after a while, they're going to stop calling and, and, you know, if it's if it's if it's that much of a, a hindrance, that much of a burden on, on your life to be around these people, then don't be around them. It's that simple. You yeah. Can, and and then you, it'll be that weight that's off your back. Now you may be reminded of that when Thanksgiving comes back around again, or the birthdays, or what have you. But again, after a while, that will go away as well. But you have to make a choice to whether or not that's going to work for you, and whether it's going to work with those around you. That's true. That That's so true. That is so true. That's another confirmation. I, I've, I feel like my, uh, that you're going to tell your husband, we're not going tomorrow. <laughs> I already said it. Well, he, I, I told him this, I told him this yesterday and I was like, we're not going. He's like, I thought you said we we're going. I'm like, no, I don't think we are. The kids have been asking, are we going? Cause the kids don't want to go either. They feel what I feel. So, um, you know, it's a lot of negative negativity. Yeah, I'm getting energy wise. No, that you should not go. Okay. Yeah, I figured that. I figured that it's it's been a it's been a long process, but since I've been on this awakening journey, I've been really just understanding things a lot clearly, um, accepting who they are, but knowing that I can't change them. Yes. No how badly I want to. Yes. Um, but also setting boundaries. Yeah. And boundaries don't really work for them. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it is, and you're correct. It is about accepting them for who they are, but it's also you accepting the fact that you cannot change them. They have to want to change on their own, and if they're not willing to do that, there's nothing that you can do about it. But do you need to put yourself around that or in that situation or even tolerate it? No. 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 Yes, that's you that's definitely. Best for you. Yes, I totally agree with you on that. Um, Stay home and definitely... turkey sandwich. <laughs> yes, I definitely say. I definitely say that. I definitely have said keeping the distance is better because my energy is up and it's not depleted. And even now, when we have phone calls, um, the level of tension and anxiety hits. As soon as you see the number, you're like, ugh. Well, not I used to, not anymore. I'd be like, okay, what now? Yeah. Um, but it's always something, yeah. right? It's always something, and it it's always something. yes. And then the I, you know the situation of like, hey, I'm gonna pin you against your husband, and yeah. you know, let you leave, leave, leave him. Don't, don't stay. So it's just been a lot of that over the years, and I'm like, yeah, look, that's not the case here. Yeah, my sister used to do that uh, against my my brother and his wife. And, oh, she's horrible. You and I would tell my sister the last couple of years, even the last time I saw her, because I, I moved away, but I don't talk to her anymore because of all that. But uh, mm -hmm. I said, you know, they've been together for 30 years. I don't think he's leaving her anytime soon. <laughs> he always talks about how happy he is, but you're the only one who's miserable about it. So maybe you need to learn it, let it go, and not him. True. Yeah. So true so true 
Yeah. Um, okay, so let's... The only way to win the battle within you is to stop fighting the war. You just let it go. Interesting wise words. You know who can help with those words? Me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I agree. I definitely agree. You definitely have said some uh, some shining light to some, some truth here and non-filtered way which <laughs> yeah. i love um, yeah but that's 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 your show that's not that's unfiltered that's not my show that's for sure i know but, i know but it's an awesome <laughs> title that's for sure <laughs> I, I knew as i saw it i said because i was scrolling through in in this section we go on called need a guest and i do uh -huh. that every so often because i'm looking for shows to get on because i we have a podcast and i i have we do a show every other week so uh, and i have like 70 shows on our um uh, on our on youtube and on our website but uh awesome. but i myself have been on probably like at least 200 shows and it had to do with uh with being on that website as well but as i was scrolling through i said it said un unfiltered and i was like okay i gotta go on that one <laughs> i Easy thought choice. that would be wise yes i i like that because i like to be unfiltered with things and having a conversation to be unfiltered like and why you don't why? limit yourself and you can exactly. have anybody on your show talk about anything. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I had somebody, you know, did a recording for, you know, organic marketing and other people were doing other different things. I'm like, yeah, this is this is exactly the purpose of this podcast um, to have anybody come on. And we just yeah. have a real unfair, unfiltered conversation, real raw. Then you got, you know, then you had me. Yeah. Well, oh, I boy. mean. <laughs> no it's good i i love having you here um i definitely will have you back um I have and we could talk <laughs> yeah we could definitely we could definitely have another conversation <laughs> definitely so yeah, what would you um what advice would you give our listeners who are just exploring um their spirituality side, who wants to be more in tune, talk about, we talked about, you know, having a choice, you have a choice to do it. So if they're choosing to go down this path, yeah. uh, what advice would you give them? My advice, um, like in, in my book that I have, uh, it, it's my story about me and how everything happened to me and for me. Uh but what I had to do, what what the the uh, there, there's other messages in there. There were channeled messages from archangels that the God wants us to know to, to help us become better people and to help other people become better people, which in turn helps us at the same time. Right. But the but the moral of my part of it, my story part of it is, if you're having these types of things happen to you, if you're experiencing these things, if you're seeing, hearing, feeling communicating there's so much going on and that's going on all the time not just a sporadic once in a while or once like every five months or something like that that's just because you're human and these things are around us all the time whenever you wake up in the morning and you do your daily routine you should shower and shave and and you go to work and do your job and maybe you don't do your job because people are lazy piece of crap and you come home and you eat some dinner and watch some tv and wake up and do it all over again Spirit is around you 24-7. They're never not around you. They don't ever take, they don't take bathroom breaks. They, but they don't care. They watch what we do, but they don't really care what we do because they don't have to do it anymore. 
So they are always all around you. And if you're always experiencing that, them being around you, and it's it's a feeling that somebody's watching you or you're seeing these things out of the corner of your eyes or you actually are being touched or being spoken to or seeing them as I do, then go out and find your people. Go out and find the people who are like you, who are having these experiences so they can possibly help you or you can get some contacts of other people who can help you because these types of things are happening to you for a reason because this is who you are meant to be this is who you are this is a, this is what you are and this is what you are meant to do and the reason you are having these experiences is because you are trying to be woken up and they want you to do something with it as i do as i go out and help people every single day every time that i come in contact with people i help them in some type of way spiritually and that is what the reason for all of this is happening to you as well. So don't sit around with your thumb up your butt doing all day long, just going, I wonder with, or I wonder what's going on here, or woulda, coulda, shoulda, anything. You go right. out and find your people. Go to these metaphysical fairs. Go to these, all these, uh, and into, take an intuition class. Find out what's truly going on with you. Maybe you need to get a mentor. Maybe you don't. Maybe you... There are some, I, I have people who come to me because there are there are those who have this, but they know there's a, a higher calling to it. And they come to me because I explain that higher calling to them. But I also explain to them what takes place with you in order to, to become that person to do that higher calling. And it's not very simple. I, out of the, just, I uh, had another one about three weeks ago, out of the 30 people I have talked to in the past two years, one of them moved forward just one because of because of the commitment it takes to be what i do it's not simple so right. but but they did what they needed to do is they heard me on a podcast somewhere and said this is the guy i need to talk to because this guy's going to tell me the truth and not bullshit me like everybody else but the yeah. ones who are bullshitting you are, are just the people who are meant to be circus acts i'm not a circus act i work for god and that's what i do and i do his work and, and they could do that work as well, but they have to make that choice. But taking the first step by going out and finding your people to help you on this journey, that's the hardest step to make. But do you want to drive yourself crazy or do you want to figure it out? Go figure it out and find your people. And if you, and if you can't find anyone else, come look for me. I will help you. I love that. That's great advice. Definitely go find Daniel Jackson. <laughs> yep. Spirit Medium Daniel. It's, it's yes. easy to find. Um, if, if they want to find me, I'm at uh, www.spiritmediumdaniel.com. Or if they want to check out my podcast, which, which talks about all this stuff as well, uh, it's at uh, www.beyond-the-veil.com. And they can see the episodes on there that, where, in which we discuss all topics having to do with with this subject of uh, metaphysical and supernatural and some UFO stuff too as well. But yeah, I'd, I'm trying to put all this information out there so people will ask questions right? because they need the truth. Yeah. The truth will set you free. Yeah. Uh, or they can order my book. I have, my yes. book is uh, on Amazon. You just go to Amazon and you punch in Daniel Jackson, the new beginning, my awakening as a spirit medium. And you'll see a picture come up of a man standing there, uh, a silhouette of a man walking into a white light. That's me. 
but the new beginning is about everyone else. They have to read the book to find that out. And uh, yeah, they can find it on Amazon. It's only eight bucks because uh, I'm not trying to make a million dollars. I'm just trying to help a million people. Or they can get the uh, the Kindle version. It's like six dollars and forty six cents. I'm I'm not trying to be a millionaire. I just want to help. I hear you. I love that. I definitely need to go check out that book. Um, I'll definitely checking I've out only, on Amazon. I'm I'm not a book reader. I will absolutely admit that I'm not a book reader. I've read three books in my life, and the third one was my book. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> I had to read it because when we got it back from the from the from the uh, from the person who uh, did the editing of the book, we had to make sure there was no discrepancies and stuff like that. And then we got a a finished version back from uh, from Amazon and uh, an author's copy, and I had to make sure there was nothing wrong with it, and then send it back in. So right. that's the only reason I read it. And and if you ask me, I think it's a pretty good book. <laughs> okay. And, it, okay. and if they go on Amazon and if they like the book, please, please, please put a put a review on there of the book. All the reviews on there, I, I have a five-star rating on there. So I know people like it. Nice. I love that. I have been interested in, I've been talking about writing my own book for like the last couple of years. And yeah, it's a pain I in the butt. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it, it's expensive. It, it is, I'm not trying to deter people, but just to uh, right. get my book edited it was $5,000 just to do that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've heard it's, it's costly. Um, but I feel but, like if you, if you have a passion to yeah. share and tell your story in your way, it needs um, to come I out. Think it needs to come out. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't even, I never even thought I was going to write a book. Um, they they bring me messages in meditation, and meditation is the key to everything. But I don't have to meditate as much anymore because I am so connected. Sometimes I just close my eyes, and the message is already playing right there. And um, but they showed me a message of a man standing there <clears throat> with, with this robe on, and he kind of looked like me with a little bit of a beard. And uh, he was writing on these scrolls, and I was I was looking at it, and I can talk to them just like this, and they answer me and they put thought into my mind in the very beginning when they were putting thought in it was only like five percent of the time now it's 90 percent. so uh and the and when i people ask me questions about the book i have to refer back to the book because my memory is being lost because they're putting so much information in all the time but they were showing me him writing this book thing and i was like hmm what's he doing writing a book and i got to yes and i heard yes he's writing a book and i was like i said what's he writing about? And then they showed me a piece of paper that had my handwriting on it. And I said, do you want me to write a book? And and they said, yes, I need you to write a book about you. And I was like, okay, well, you know, but they also told me they would give me these messages to put into the book at the end of the book. They even named the book. I didn't name the book. They named it the, the new beginning. So, uh, uh, so they had the, they get they said right but it took about four years before i actually wrote the book but a lot of things that happened in my life throughout my life and throughout all the readings and all that stuff that i did ended up in the book which was a good thing so it just gave gave more validity to the book itself and then to those to those uh to those uh, answers of, of uh, what they want us to do but uh but yeah it wasn't easy it, it took me mm, about four or five months to actually write the book but oh, wow. i'm telling you my my uh my editor um who's a, who's a friend of mine she's also a medium uh she she had my grammar sucks okay <laughs> i'm just saying 
<laughs> it's horrible. When I, when I put those 25 messages in, she actually sent them back and said they don't need to be edited because they didn't come from me. That's why. But but everything uh, else, I, I tried to give it to my wife. I said, here, look, I, I got it all written down here. Read it. And she's like, I can't read that. For you. It'll give me a headache. <laughs> I actually went in there and edited a bunch of uh, uh, ums and so's and all this other crap. But uh, yeah. But she, but that's the thing with the editor. They are going to charge you by the word. And then they approximately know how many words are going to be on a page. And then per se, so they know how much work they have to do. My book ended up being like 137 pages. Um, so it, so people who are who read it, they say they usually finish it, finish it in like two or three hours. But but they do tell me every time anyone reads the book. If they've heard my voice, they say it sounds like me who was reading the book to them. And that's what I wanted it to be. That's why I went with Amazon, didn't go with a regular publisher, because I didn't want them to take things out of the book or change the book. And because it wouldn't have the impact that it needed to have. Because, right. because a lot of the things that I tell about me that happened to me mm-hmm. are not, they're, they are scary, very scary. Right. Um, I actually left a lot of stuff out of the book because I wanted them to get the the reason for the book and not just delve into all the scary stuff because there was a lot more scary stuff that happened. I just didn't put it in there because I didn't want to scare the crap out of people. I just right. wanted them to, to get the gist of the book, which is go out and find your people if this is happening to you. But that whole that whole moral there is also for anybody in this world, if, if you're going through anything in your life that you just can't figure out, We'll go out and find the people who can help you figure it out. Because again, we're, there's 7.5 billion of us on the face of this earth. There's somebody out there who's going through or has been through what you have been through. You're not going through this alone. You're never alone. You have spirit guides around you and other spirit around you, but you have other people around you who can help you. But you have to be willing to surrender yourself to them as well to get the information that you need to figure out what's going on in your life. That's so, true. Yeah, that's so true. That's so that's what, true. That's what they do for you in your business, correct? Mm-hmm. They're surrendering mm-hmm. themselves to you because they can't figure it out. They need your help to do it. Right, exactly. And that's what makes me different than everybody else who tries, who are in the same industry as me. But but now do. you know why you're different. Yes, I do know why I'm different. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you talked to the guy who could tell you that. Yes, definitely. So I have one last question for you. Sure. So I don't know if this is a, I guess it's a life lesson or uh, I guess a repeating, revolving kind of situation, I'm guessing. Well, there a, are... lot of, a lot of life lessons, lessons very easy. You know, if I pick up this glasses case and I put it down, that's a lesson. If I pick it up and drop it, it's not a good lesson or a bad lesson. It's just another lesson. So how do I solve that lesson? Well, the next time I'll grip it a little bit tighter. But sometimes, like I said, you trip over that nail, but some people continue to trip over that nail and it takes them a long time to to learn that lesson. So if you didn't le- learn that lesson in the previous lifetime that you were here or any of the other previous ones that you were here, you'll continue to do it now just in a different fashion, but you still have to learn it. Okay. So... I'm going to give a scenario here. So maybe it's like a nail 
tripping over the nail constantly, but it's only a certain time of the year this happens. So, <laughs> so there's a situation where certain things happen at the end of the year, and it's always the last three months of the year, and it's the same thing happens. Nothing changes. Nothing's different. Yeah. And I just can't pinpoint what, what's going on in that situation. Yeah, it's, it's, what's the best way to say this? Okay, so, um, because in, at, at this point in, in the year, at the end of the year, emotions come into play. Um, mm -hmm. We, we get ourselves into um, this re repeating cycle because we don't, we, we're able to let go as one as the new year comes in. The new year comes in, and oh, I got a new year's resolution. I'm going to change everything. But there's always that one thing we just don't seem to we don't seem to change, and that 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 comes back into our thought process at the end of the year because we know exactly what it is, and we can't get away from it. Uh, but it it keeps coming into this part of the year because we are trying to we're getting into the next year. We're hopefully going to make some changes. We're all talking about how we're going to do New Year's resolutions. We'll stop doing that because it's bullshit. Uh, right. <clears throat> you have to in order to have these or make these types of changes, you have to have something that you lack in this situation, and you lack the willpower to do it. You you're keeping yourself from doing it because you just. You can't see yourself making that kind of change until you break that cycle, until you break that vicious circle. As, 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 as long as you keep that thought process going in your mind that I can't do it, I don't want to do it, I won't do it, I don't, I, would, I, won't, I don't want to do it, you'll never be able to do it. You have to, you are the deciding factor. But it, right. it is, it's a big decision to make. But if, if you don't stand up and, and take a stand for yourself because no one else will, Mm -hmm. it's never going to happen. Interesting. I don't want you to have to come back here and do it again. No, I definitely don't want to do that again. Right. It hasn't this is been part of the learning process. Yes, I agree. Um, your, your process on this has sucked, though. <laughs> yeah, it has tremendously. Yeah. So, I mean, because even my husband will say, Oh, it's that time of the year again. It's getting right. closer, and he'll say you get it. reminded of it, right? Every single time, it will not be that time of the year if you actually do something about it. So I'm not sure. Well, I guess that's something I have to look within because I don't see the answer to it at the moment. But if you want to talk about that after we get done talking here, and you want to tell me what it is. I will find out what the answer is for you because that's the way it works for me in order to get, I, I get some, what we call psychic messages, but yeah. I get more, I get clearer messages by asking, ask direct questions. I get direct answers. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. We could definitely do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cause I'm puzzled. Um, yeah. Let's see. So I think that's all my questions I have. Do you have any questions for me before we wrap up here? No, I'm just glad that uh, I'm glad that you had me on the show because uh, yeah. I'm glad I, I I'm glad I get to talk about this stuff and get the information out. But uh, yeah, but uh, we talked about a lot, so <laughs> yes, we <did. laughs> so we covered a lot of ground. But it's a lot of we ground did. that does 
that does need to be unfiltered. It does. We we need to stop putting ourselves on reserve and holding back because we're afraid that we're going to offend someone. Well, as I always tell everyone, if if I say something that offends you, I'm not worried about it because I know that you're going to walk away and then I don't have to deal with you ever again. So, True. so I, I, I do not apologize to anyone for me being me because I have to be comfortable being in my skin, being in my being in my space and being happy with myself. So I don't apologize for myself being me. So that's just, that's, again, if I offend you, you're just going to walk away and I don't have to deal with you anymore. The people who are going to be around me because they want to be around me because they want to see what comes out of my mouth next. They want to know the truth. They want to, they want answers. And if they need those answers, they know they can come to me. Although I do have some some slight issues with that where, as I always tell people, people come to me because they want an answer from God. And I get the answer. But a lot of times they don't like the answer because, well, they just don't like the truth or they just can't handle the truth. But it is still the truth. So it's up to them to decide what they're going to do with that information from that point. But I give right. them the option of giving them that answer so they can do possibly do something with it or not. True. But we, we, the... we covered a lot of stuff here, which is good. because We did. It. We did. It's been very interesting and fascinating by by far and I, i'm i'm loving this episode and i cannot wait for our listeners to even listen to it even further and i you know it's an information that we all need to know i mean it's yes. an unfiltered episode um for a reason and so we want to make sure that we are open to receiving so i hope that you know our listeners take this episode with a open mind and an open heart to receiving um, all of the lessons and all the advice and tips and suggestions in this episode that they could take away and to really start to think how what choice do you want to make in your life going forward correct well thank you daniel it has been a pleasure and i'm looking forward to having you back on as my co-host yeah you uh you let me know when and uh i'll be there Okay, I'll definitely will do. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in for another episode of the Unfiltered Exchange podcast. I am your host, Tahira Young, and our guest co-host is Daniel Jackson. All his information is in the show notes below, so definitely go ahead and check out his book and check out his website as well. And if you have some questions for him regarding our episode today, don't free don't feel free to reach out to Daniel to have him answer your questions. Until next time, everyone, we will be absolutely wonderful with our next episode.